Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. It's in the morning, it's a new day, because you live and breathe in May. It's a new dawning, brand new mercy, yesterday's gone. Thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Chester. Today, we are talking about church leadership. Bless me, Mother, how church leaders fail women. An interview with our own Dr. Finbar Kaur about his new book, Bless Me, Mother, How Church Leaders Fail Women. Dr. Kaur explains his theory of how for centuries the male hierarchy of the Catholic Church have exploited nuns. Dr. Kaur has served as a therapist for nuns and priests in the Diocese of Patterson for over 10 years. He shares his personal experiences as well as his wealth of knowledge on the topic. And of course, if you want to pick up a copy of the book, it is available where books are sold. So without any further ado, let's get Dr. Core on the line. Good morning, Dr. Core. Thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. Dr. Kaur, can you hear me? Yes, I, I thought it was a tip recording of the thing. I didn't think there this we, was live today. There we, there we go. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. No, I I have been confused because we're leaving tomorrow morning for Cape Cod and up there for six months. So I apologize for that. No, no So where problem. do you want me to start? So we're talking about about your book. So um, what would you say is one of the main reasons why you decided to write Bless Me Mother, How Church Leaders Fail Women? Yeah, well, when I wrote the book before that, Broken Promises, uh, I was uh, couldn't get over the question of, why is it that the male hierarchy uh, are so uh, unappreciative of women in the church, particularly mm-hmm. women who want to take leadership positions? And so that's when I started doing the research, because when I was raised in Ireland, the seventh of nine children with three sisters and five brothers, my mother treated both the boys and girls the same. Mm-hmm. And she didn't allow us boys in any way, even the two of us who became priests, to dominate our sisters. So it was an equal thing. But I still remember that even though we were treated as equals in our home, when we walked up 
a half a mile up the road to the local parish church, St. Michael's in Potty Things changed immediately as soon as we came to the church. Mm-hmm. We boys could go in around and go into the sacristy, get get on our, our cassock and, and surplus and serve mass. But the, the girls, my sisters, weren't allowed inside the altar rail. Mm-hmm. So that was that was just part of it. So then I started doing research, and I didn't start with a Catholic theologian. I started instead with a, a Baptist minister by the name of who is our former president, Jimmy Carter. And he wrote a great book entitled A Call to Action, Women, Religion, Violence, and Power. And basically, his theory was, theologically, he said, women are to be treated with dignity for them to reach their full potential in all walks of life, including becoming priests. He said that he felt the spirit moved amongst women and I agree with him 100% because mm-hmm. I was very influenced by one of my sisters, Mary, who became a nun. And I often felt that what a shame. She was such a talented teacher, administrator of schools, etc. And I'd say in all honesty, if not equal, maybe even better than her brother Jack and I, who are priests. But she was forbidden to become a priest, and I've, I've always felt bad about that. But mm-hmm. getting back anyway, after even President Carter showed the example that he was living up to the, he and his wife, uh, because she, Rosalind, was denied in 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 the Baptist Church to become a minister or an, an or an elder in any way. So she. Uh, both she and her husband left that community and went to another Baptist church. Mm-hmm. So that's how it all that's it all started. So in the book itself, I did the research off and on for about a year and a half, and I started off with um, women's liberation in, 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 the, in the United States. How women, first of all, became um, uh, in the, wanted to become not equal. To, independent but also equal in authority to men and you know yourself that in the early history in America women were not allowed to uh, mm-hmm. vote or women were not allowed to be independent just like Jewish women right. in the synagogue in Israel weren't mm-hmm. but gradually they, they became uh, free and uh, as it were uh, it's just like the story I told in the book about two cardinals in Rome having a conversation after the Second Vatican Council. And one said to the other, said, Brother, we should really make women equal to men and ordain them as priests. Mm-hmm. And the other one replied, Are you crazy? If you ordain women as priests, then God forbid one of them would be elected Pope. Obviously, that was a, it could be a joke, but it could be real, but I don't know. But in any case, a, a good example would be is if the Cardinal in Boston 
in the Archdiocese of Boston had been a woman instead of being a man like Cardinal Law. Mm-hmm. Would you imagine that a woman would have uh, ignored the saving children but would protect the church versus saving children? I don't believe so. Right. So that that's basically how I introduced the book. You know, mm-hmm. and okay, any question for me? Mm-hmm. That is, it's it's such a it's such a wonderful book, and and listeners, if you have an opportunity to pick up a book, please do pick up a copy of the book. It is it is very much a good read if you um, if you just want to learn um, to to know more great book. If you want to see a different perspective, great book. If you are thinking about going into um, the, the the role of theology or ministry in any way, great book. It, it really and truly um, helps you. And it's not just church history. It, it gives you a, a, a different perspective. Um, because many people have heard the conversation um, before, Dr. Cora, how, how you've said that women aren't allowed to do certain things. They don't have a personal story for it, but they've heard about these stories. And I really think that your book addresses um, more than just the, I think it's a story, and it really makes it very real to people, and, and you're you're able to, to tackle it from a different perspective. Well, listeners, we need to take a very short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be, we'll be back to speak with Dr. Finbar Kaur about his book, Bless Me, Mother, How Church Leaders Fail Women. We'll be back right after this. Now it's a commercial, right? much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. My guest today is Dr. Finbar Kaur. He is the author of Bless Me Mother, How Church Leaders Fail Women. It is such a wonderful read. And yes, you guys, you should definitely pick up a copy. If you know anyone that is in the ministry that is doing, um, some people refer to it as kingdom work, you should definitely give them a copy. I think that they will enjoy the book. Well, Dr. Kaur, we only have about four minutes left in the show. So I want to give you an opportunity, if you would, please, sir, to um, give us two things. One is, what is what is a takeaway that you want for, for anyone who reads the book? What is the main takeaway you, you want them to receive? And is there a bit of wisdom that you can that you can share with us? We have about three minutes left in the show. Okay, well, first of all, they should go to Amazon Books. And just type in Bless Me Mother and read all the reviews on it. You'll see it firsthand there. But also, mm-hmm. even in the time of Jesus himself, Jesus our Savior, he treated men and women equally. He didn't put men on a pedestal, although people accused him of doing so when he chose 12 men to be his apostles. But how mm-hmm. he treated his mother Mary, how he... Um, also uh, treated um, 
Martha mm-hmm. and Mary, the, the sisters of Lazarus, all of the mm-hmm. time he was doing that, he, he showed them that he respected Mary Magdalene was a good example too. He treated them mm-hmm. equally the same way. So I would say that in order for them to, to get doing, feel free to give me a call and check me, send me an email at finbarcore at comcast.net. I'd be more than happy to respond back to any questions the readers would have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if there is a particular nugget of wisdom that you would share with with our listeners, just what is a, a general bit of wisdom that you could share with them, Dr. Well, Thor? Let let me give you a good example. Would be is uh, ask one of anybody listening to tell me what was the name of the woman who encouraged President Obama to create Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act. Most people sit back. It was his wife Michelle or or Hillary Clinton. But it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It actually was that Catholic nun, Sister, Nima, Sister Carol Keegan. From the time that President Obama was elected in 2008, she kept uh, going to the White House and encouraging the president to create an insurance situation for poor individual families who couldn't afford it. And Give me to do, President Obama did that. And then afterwards, the, the church hierarchy got very upset and even screamed at Sister uh, Carol because they said they were, she was going to force religious orders to pay f- for the abortions of the staff or their relatives, etc. So, and they also blamed uh, the Carl and, and, and the president for doing this. But President Obama was very kind and caring, so he came back and he, and he changed it and dispensed religious orders from that community. So uh, it's interesting because if you think of it, it was a, a woman that, that helped President Obama to make the decision. It wasn't a cardinal, mm-hmm. a bishop, or a priest, a male priest. So I'm saying is is that for my time as volunteering, working with lay women and and lay men as the head of the Family Life Agency for 10 years in in Paris in New Jersey, I had wonderful women serving with me as speakers, as co-leaders. The same thing happened when I became a pastor in Madison, New Jersey. Women came forward. And I didn't, I wasn't, didn't feel the with them. I used their insights because women, that's why men are attracted to women, because they know their feelings and insights that many times men don't have. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. proud of that. Well, Dr. Finbar, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. We really appreciate your being on. And listeners, thank you as well for joining me for another episode of Modern Living with Dr. Angela. And as always, may the Lord continue to shine his face upon you. May you receive his grace and his mercy in all that you do. Be inspired, be enlightened, be empowered, be blessed. 
today in the Lord. Until next time, everyone. Bye-bye.